Hello, Marcus and Jamie here. Hello, welcome to Test of Time, Love, Passion, and Hustle in the Restaurant Business. And Marcus and I are here today to talk to you um, about... About... (laughs) Staffing all the things that we have going on here at a Roman time uh we are located this wise yeah so we love to just bring you really cool things that are happening to us things that we're going through um our journey challenges and improvements and all of that kind of stuff so good or bad um we we try to talk to you about yeah. that stuff so something before we jump in today's show the other uh, before we jump in, because this is a continuation of the previous show where we've had staffing issues, and now what have we done to combat them? And what is my new approach, my new mindset, and how is it working? Before we do that, you and I did a speech the other day on gratitude. Gratitude, yeah, yes. To a school, seventh and eighth graders, graders two hundred of them. And I got to tell you, we did, we did not practice our speech. We've never done no, a speech on gratitude before. <laughs> no. We're very grateful people. We have a lot of gratitude, but we've never done a speech on it. And none, more or less, we've really never done a dual speech like that. You'll always help me out on a speech. Yeah, no, I've fan. never done that. So we were both, both, you know, hired to do this, the speech. And we're like, so. Not hired, just asked. Not to do a speech. <laughs> yeah. So we went back and forth and it was really a cool experience because I would say something and you'd fill right in. You'd say something, I'd fill right in. So we took And we turns. just kind of went back and forth. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of cool. It's much more flow than we do in our show here. You think so? It flows o- better? I, I talk over you. Well, I'm not letting you do that today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just like to talk. You did at the beginning of our presentation, talk and talk and talk and talk. And then finally you, you started the presentation. I, I spoke you started, like a few words. You started. <laughs> So one of the things that I love about Marcus is that he is so knowledgeable and um, and really knows his stuff. Um, I don't know how to do the things that he can do all the time. So I let's know. see. Okay, uh, let's jump right in. Right into this episode. So we've been having challenges in the kitchen mm-hmm. all year. As the previous episode talked about kitchen staff, from the house staff too, but kitchen staff really. So we got back from Italy. We had a great trip to Italy. We took 18 guests, and it was an amazing trip. Hmm. When we get back, we knew because our chef had given us six weeks' notice, so it was her last day. day She'd been with us for six years. And then when I got to Italy, I got a phone call from the other line cook saying he was leaving, which I knew he was leaving, too. We just didn't know when. We had open conversations about it. And I hadn't had the conversation before I left, like, what's happening? Because I know he's moving. The The family's moving. So his wife got another job somewhere and they're moving. Oh, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. On the first day in Italy, I got a call. When are you back? I need to give my notice. And I'm like, man, we just had this conversation two days ago and you told me it'd be a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, please wait till I get back in two weeks. Right. He waited another two weeks. So it was like he gave a month's notice. So he did the right thing and it was open communication. I'm very I'm sad, sad that they're both gone because they played an integral role in our kitchen. So now we've promoted somebody. We have hired a new person in the kitchen and but what's the biggest thing that you have really done i think you've become more organized is probably the biggest thing right that you've done in terms of and taking responsibility you're 100 percent right i become more organized i started reading this book called work which is an amazing book about mise en place and a chef and and chefs and how they have to be organized in the kitchen and i've applied that to my office 
office part, my administrative work. Mm -hmm. But the one big thing that I've, and I've always talked about this, if you hear it in my speeches or my TikTok, I always talk about taking responsibility. It's your fault. If you're having problems in your business, your marriage, whatever, it's your fault. Take responsibility, right? You're overweight for a reason. I'm overweight because it's my fault, right? So we, we have to accept the blame and then we can take control and make changes. So with all this kitchen turnover staff, I have a new approach now. I'm the one who's responsible. I'm the, I've always been the executive chef, but now I'm the executive chef who has a chef going on every night and I'm on the line every night. And I'm the person who's patiently training the new staff, showing them, taking the responsibility on of doing the prep list, mm -hmm. organizing, doing part of the inventory, doing the ordering. I've taken on more tasks in the kitchen, gladly taken on the tasks, not reluctantly, because in the past I've reluctantly, I'm like, man, I hire staff to do this. And you've always heard me say to people, like, oh, Marcus, like, what do you do when they say, what do you do? I do as little as possible. And it's not true because I do a lot of administrative work. I would work. definitely not say that we do little. <laughs> but when it comes time to open the doors, I want to do as little as possible because I don't want to be the one in the kitchen. I don't want to be stuck in the kitchen. This right. and, but now I've had that chef coat on. I'm in the kitchen again. I'm on the line. I'm training and training and training and training. And I'm I'm approaching it like I'm like my paycheck is the executive chef job. Mm -hmm. And it's made a huge difference in my time because I've been more organized. So I have just as much time to do this. I thought I didn't have time to do to take on this role. So I have more time. The kitchen is more efficient. The kitchen's making more money. The staff is learning a ton more. Learning it quicker too, right? Learning, learning it, quicker. it quicker and doing it the right way the first time. Food's getting out quick, more guest satisfaction, more variety in our menu. Yeah, the menu has definitely had a lot new, a lot of new specials coming in. In the last two been really months great. since I've taken this role on, or four weeks, and there's been more specials in four weeks than there's been in six months. Mm -hmm. And I feel really good about that because the one thing that that I feel really good about in this role is the creativity. The creativity, yeah. The creativity, be able to work with dishes. And I got to tell you, we went to Mexico in September, October. We went to Italy in October to the beginning of November. November, yeah. And I took back ideas from those menu, to, from the food that we ate there. I recreated dishes. I've always come back inspired, but I actually recreated dishes that are on the menu that are mm -hmm. really authentic dishes from Mexico, authentic dishes from Italy that I'm really super proud of. And I'm like, this is really awesome because that's part of why we travel is to learn things and, and get, and get, get experience And experience things, right. different things. So I'm, I learned in Italy that simplicity rules, mm -hmm. simple food, well executed, don't overdo the garlic. Which we've always done simple, but it, we've taken it to another level. You've definitely taken it to another level. And the food in Mexico, just super rustic mm -hmm. and, and just lots of flavors. And so I've, I've, I've really been inspired by our travels and I've been putting through in the kitchen and see how my chef's knives back there. Back behind you, wherever they are, back there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, back there. Mm -hmm. You got it. There's now knives in the kitchen on the line. Mm -hmm. My knives that people know that those are chef's knives are in the kitchen. Those are in. I can go back there. My cutting board's back there. My station's back there. I can go back and I I, I feel at home again back in the kitchen. I and never... I think I've done kind of the same thing in the dining room where I'm taking responsibility at nighttime 
um, and sitting staff down and talking to them about the night and about what's going on and really just grabbing hold of it and, and training them. You've done a really good job with communicating with the staff and training and you're, you're after your post post shift meetings. Mm -hmm. We've been done more pre shift meetings Mm -hmm. than ever. We're putting up demo plates. We've never put up this many demo plates before. We're putting up demo plates so the staff can actually taste the food and sell it. Mm-hmm. And we're using more and more local produce. We've huge, been a huge fan of local ingredients. But now it's like really like, okay, let's buy butter and squash. Let's buy cheese pumpkins. Let's buy Hubbard squash. Let's buy spaghetti squash. And let's work these all into the menu because they're seasonal. Let's use Romanesco. It's in mm-hmm. season right now. Let's use bok choy because it's the, it's the winter crop starting. And the food is just like really just... it's transforming and evolving evolving. yeah i would say that as well and i think our staff is appreciating it appreciating it more you know us being hands-on i've always been very hands-on in the dining room um but seeing you be hands-on i think is really important for our staff in the kitchen um i think that's really important that's not my end goal to stay stuck in the kitchen no but it's your goal it's your goal to train them properly so that you don't have to keep retraining 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 so you know what i thought was partially was inspired by this was when we're in mexico there's a restaurant that we go in mexico that i like the chef i like the food and you know what restaurant that is? You like the chef and you like the food. We talk to the chef when we go. Oh, in um, hmm. in Ensenada? Ensenada. Oh. Uh, the wh- Tony. I couldn't think of the name. The, Tony, the Tony's, the Tony. yeah. Italian guy, small Italian restaurant. He has his chef coat on. He's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. He's supervising. He wasn't there this time. He wasn't there. Then he comes out and talks to the tables and he's out on the mm-hmm. floor. And he goes back in and he, and he supervises. In. And, and he has to cook if he has to cook. He'll hop out. Then he comes back on the floor. I usually, I usually wear a sports coat, not a chef coat. Yeah, it's but nice like, to see you in a chef I'm coat. I'm like, you know what? I bought a couple of new chef coats. Yep. I got my other old chef coats mm-hmm. out. And I said, let's start putting a chef coat on every day again, like I'm the chef of the restaurant, not just the figurehead chef of the restaurant. And um, I can tell you, it's felt really good. Yeah. Has there been, is there anything else that you've noticed that is Ooh, from, um... from this? Now, again, I don't want to be stuck in the kitchen. That's not my end game is to be stuck in the kitchen. My end game is to I wish your energy level is a little bit higher. You have a lot more energy yeah. um, and you want to do it and and you you really want to do it. So I think that's really the what I've noticed the most. And I think people really like to see you in your chef coat. You are the face of the restaurant. You are the chef and people like to see you in, excuse me, in that role. So. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That was a mistake I've made for years. Yeah. I should have had my chef coat on for years and I should have been back there jumping in for years and I just haven't. And But it's nice to be learned. there and, you, and we always learn lessons and we're always here to evolve and change and, and do better. Um, listen, after 20 years, we still love what we do, right. um, which is really good. We still love what we do. And a lot of restaurants, you get burnt out after 10 years. And I'll say maybe we're a little burnt out here and there once in a while, but we really we really provide a good thing and, and we want to keep doing that. So, so going to the Tony's inspired me because I was like, here's the owner. He doesn't have to cook. Mm-hmm. He's not really cooking, but he sells his chef coat on. And that's the way he presents himself. And I'm yep. like, and I, when I saw that, I don't think, I don't think I said it to you at the time, but I saw that. I said, that's the missing element of our restaurant. Yeah. Oh, wow. You didn't say that to me, but yeah, I said, that's the missing awesome. element of our restaurant is me and my chef's code because I am the chef and, and, you know, so that that's the missing element. So I've been very diligent on 
making sure that stuff goes on. That's good. Awesome. And I got my, That's a good my, story. Old, my old good. plug, my old plugs out. Yeah. Wearing my old wooden plugs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there is some more stories from us about our hustle and bustle here at um, Aroma Time in our restaurant. And uh, for more tips, you can go, go to, to restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity.com. Or 50mistakes. Also known as 5050mistakes.com. That'll roll over into our university, which is an amazing online training platform that you work with your staff, you yeah. work with your team to build a better team. It's a great system. I can't wait because I'm speaking in Vegas at the Bar Nightclub Show uh, in the 2024 spring on 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 teams, building teams, and awesome. working with teams. And that that platform we developed is, has been a huge benefit to us over over the last year or so about building our team. So go check that out, restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity.com. And that's it for now. All right. Have a great day. Catch us soon.